telling the story of uh, three friends who wandered into that wasteland. Went mad before the fourth episode of The Simpsons, still had three to go. <laughs> what happened to them after that? It's a thing of legends and myth. Some say they continued into the madness, only getting handsomer and smarter as they went. Others say that's literally impossible. While some still persist, they traveled into the very future. The future where we live now. Is it the past? Is it the present? Ooh, mysterious. All we know is it's a pre-apocalyptic wasteland here, where there's nothing but average as fuck Simpsons. The occasional puddles of awful. And springs of hope. For hope shall always spring eternal in the wasteland. Tits. Side Quest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, the sixth Treehouse of Horrorthon or Mayoween Wasteland! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yes, it's survival horror now. We changed we were gonna change themes, weren't we? Yeah, so for those that didn't listen last week, we are continuing from yeah. our season 30 binge mm-hmm. on the same day for us it'll be the next week for you but uh, continuing on from season 30 we are now doing a uh, treehouse of horrorthon or wasteland all the time here's the wasteland band jordan frost greetings friend <laughs> and bt calloway hi hi and i'm your host elliot j o'neill so because it is mayoween the time of the year that we do some non-classic era treehouse of horrors because we unfortunately took off too many in the early days. Burned too bright, too fast. Blew your wad early. That we did. And today we are going to be doing the Treehouse of Horrors from season 20, 21 and 22. And boy, you know what? Mm. After watching season 30, what a treat you provided for (laughs) us. Thanks, Elliot. To go back in time to a time when these were crisper and less dreadful. (laughs) Only just a bit crisper, though, right? Slightly still a bit mouldy. So starting out today, we watched season 20, episode 4, Treehouse of Horror XIX, a.k.a. 19. First released in November of 08. It was directed by Bob Anderson, written by Matt Wartburton. Overall impressions. Your toxics nah. and slipping under. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's T H O H X I X, which is toxic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, some of the list trying to say thick. <laughs> it's so fuck thick. <laughs> so even though this is our sixth treehouse of horrorthon, I keep forgetting how I structure these without the questionnaire. So let's start out with the play count question. How many times have we seen this one before today? Ah, uh, three maybe. I saw the ads for Homer in the voting booth. Ah, yes, the intro sequence. That's all. <laughs> I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not the rest of the episode. So this was, I think, maybe one of Simpsons' first like doing viral videos because, yeah, I too remember uh-huh. this being a big thing at the time of, sorry, the 07 election then? No, the 08 election. 08 going 08. into 09, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So between Obama and McCain and they were taking a shot at the malfunctioning voting machines or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. What do we think of this intro now? Yeah, I mean, that opening just feels lazy, man. Like, yeah. It's just, oh, let's get a fat joke, and uh, everything's taken over, machines. Well, the worst part is that they do it again in the uh, 2012 election. Oh, like really? They practically do the same thing again. Oh, that's a shame. 
All right, Untitled Robot Parody. I gotta say, I did like the anagram play at the yeah. start. I did. Like I wrote down Snort Farmers. Snort Farmers, very good. So yeah. for, it's like a Transformers parody. Guys, what stood out for you from this section? Start with you, John. I think we've talked about it in several other Mayoweens that I've been a part of, as you pointed out. <laughs> yep. You're three for three for the Mayoweens now. That, <laughs> I really preferred Treehouse of Horror, where they took a horror concept and yep. played with that rather than making just a pop culture. I think this one had my favorite jokes, but one of my least favorite plots. Yeah. So when you know everything in the kitchen is transformed, I was like, is there something different about the kitchen? They're like, no, no, no. no. And then the toaster transforms to no. It's like, well, Toaster's never lied to me before. Yep, I yep. like that line. That's good. What'd you like, Jordan? I don't know if I liked it. I wouldn't go that far. I'm curious. Were Flanders and Homer sticking out of the Transformers' yep. buttholes? Yep. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, maybe on their home planet, they aren't functionally their buttholes, mm. but... Well, I assume they don't eat, so yeah, On this no planet, need. it's a butthole. I kind of liked their little conversation where Homer was like, yeah, Christmas wasn't bad. I got Seinfeld season seven. Yeah. yeah. Which one's that? What's on season seven? That's the one just before Larry David left. So uh, that's like George's engagement to Susan and then her eventual death. And oh, all that. yeah. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. With the toxic yeah, envelopes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. The joke I liked out of it was all the robots in Lisa's room like, I'm radio, I'm clock alarm or I'm three-way lamp or whatever. And yeah. they're like, where's sex toy? Where have you been? Oh, where haven't I been? <laughs> yeah. But based on his design as a transformer, what is his original design? Because he's got like a coil. Hitachi <laughs> like, wand. <laughs> really? You think it has a heating coil? Yeah, you get the fancy model. You're not it into heats, that? It warms. Oh. <laughs> you must also, try. yeah, was that lamp called three way? Yeah. yeah. It's because of bright, brighter, brightest. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I got it, but I, that's not what three-way means, and everyone knows that. <laughs> that's the name for sex toy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, big dislikes out of this section. It was just like, okay, stuff is happening, and now it's over. Again, it wasn't a, it wasn't a horror concept. Yeah. Also, why did the Transformer need Bart to buy it? There was no real need. It no. seemed like it could you had to transform go anything. It just went home with him so it could transform things, but there was stuff in the shop it was sitting. Yeah. So... It could have transformed all yeah. the stuff in the toy store. Also, the vomiting the people was pretty gross. Oh, the train? I kind of like that yeah. visual. <laughs> yeah. And then why would it transform, shoot the Christmas tree angel, and then transform back? It doesn't like angels. And then it was... Angels are the only thing that can stop robots. And then it got really big at the end of the segment as mm. well, like to fight the yeah, Megatron Yeah, true. It's clone. tiny in the beginning, and then later on it's a full-size car. Well, there were some weird inconsistencies, like when the Simpsons car which is pink, mm -hmm. then turns into a, like an Optimus Prime-ish model yeah. and it just suddenly turns red and it's like, Marge has a red car, why didn't you just use that one? Yeah. It wouldn't have not made sense that Homer was driving it, you know? Yeah, well, that wouldn't have been the part we pointed at. Yeah. Wait, Homer doesn't drive that car? Outrage! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, sign gags, Bart picks up a slunky and it's like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the square slinky, good. yeah, I liked that. And, like someone's reading a paper at some point and it says Christmas occurs. Yeah, <laughs> just fair enough, yeah. Every yeah, year. it did. It's I mean, a thing that happens. factual, yeah. yeah. I also like the line of, like, they give Grandpa three more minutes of oxygen for Christmas and Grandpa's so excited, he's like, can I play with it outside? Can I, can Run I? Run along, you. But then they overstep yeah. it with him passing out outside, I thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, he used it up so quickly because he was so excited he breathed too much. <sighs> Man, I can't believe it. We're actually pretty much already through this. There's nothing yep. to this one. That's why yeah. I don't like it as a story. Like, it's real boring. They transform some shit in Lisa's room. They transform some things in the kitchen. They fight. Marge tells them to stop fighting. They stop fighting. They enslave humanity at the end. Yeah, like, that's who that's... taught them foosball. Uh -huh. 
But I will. I also kind of like the line of, uh, huh, does not compute, really. I mean, it computes a little. <laughs> you relate to that one, don't you? <laughs> it computed slightly. <laughs> Any other things, Jordan? We've already gone through all yeah, of my Yeah, literally, notes. that's the entire <laughs> episode. Like, oh, good. <laughs> I also liked the thing of Lisa going, oh my God, an actual present. This is better than last year when you gave me a box of your burps. And he's like, oh yeah, here's your stocking stuffer. Burp. Yep. That was fun. Although that stocking inflates... Like it's made out of some kind of balloon material. Jordan's stocking, Connor! <laughs> Christmas edition. <laughs> so this is an extra tick against this one. They're doing a Christmas segment yep. that's not a horror parody mm. yeah, in the Treehouse yeah. of If horror. you do a Christmas segment horror parody, do uh, Gremlins. Or um, Krampus. Yeah, Krampus. I think it comes up later. Yeah. All right, so if you had to rank this section and this section alone, what would you give it? Participant. Yeah, I mean, I like it okay, but it's almost a bronze if it had had a plot i would have given it bronze but it's just the jokes are okay but mm, there's nothing to carry oh out. what's the you may be doing it differently but what are the two it's like parody and horror oh yeah yeah how was the horror how was the parody instead of whacking I mean, the parody out. was non-existent really because yeah, there was no story to parody yeah so. and the horror was not really there either so. i was never terrified no. i was neither thrilled nor chilled no because all of a sudden the robots are taking over and then all of a sudden they're not yeah there was no build I agree with the participant ranking for this one. All right, moving on. How to get ahead in advertising. Uh. So I think the big plus I can give this segment is the Mad Men style intro, which yeah. just stylistically, it looked the part yep. and there were some decent Simpsons references in oh, it. Oh, but yep. boy, did you see Agnes as the pinup at the end? Oh, yeah. I did. Oh, Didn't I want can't to, but see I did. that. Is there anything you liked, BT, about how to get ahead in advertising? There's a clip where they parody Planet of the Apes, which was written by Rod Serling. So this is indirectly parodying Twilight Zone. Yeah. Sort of. Well, (laughs) so they're sort of doing a horror thing, even though they set it up as a Mad Men thing, and then it's just about Homer killing celebrities to make them royalty free. There's a bit of a weird stretch between the introduction and the actual episode, but... Yeah. mm. But that said, no, there's not really a whole lot. I hate how the celebrities are like, eh, hey, what do we do about this? Let's just shoot everybody. Like, okay. From heaven. Let's yep. ride out from heaven. And just shoot a bunch of people. And why is there always a running wood chipper? Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, Krusty wasn't even doing yard work. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in a daycare. Like, why is there a running wood chipper in the play area of a daycare? Also, I mean, uh, this isn't an anal corner because... Not an anal it's corner! A, it's a treehouse of horror. But his whole head and his whole heart made it through. Yeah. yeah. Which was weird. Also, only his feet were in the thing and already yeah. like stakes. And out. yeah, every, it was very weird. Yeah. And then Homer, that was just way too dumb doing just pressing on the heart. One, two, three. Yeah. Is there anything you liked about it, Jordan? When did this episode release? 2008. November. Okay. Because they do the Planet of the Apes thing, right? Yeah. Charlton Heston had died in April 2008. Mm-hmm. So were they making an actual real-world allusion to what they were doing in the episode because he died six months prior. I mean, even if the episode was in production, they didn't pull that scene, so they could have. Yeah. It's just a kind of a weird thing with this episode, even being a decade old now where it's about killing celebrities and, like, half the celebrities they reference, like, were alive at the time. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, oh, Prince, oh, no, oh, boy, oh, look, there's another one. Neil Armstrong. Yeah, he died. But, like, some of the other dead celebrities that were already dead that they brought up, like John Lennon, like... It was a really bad Lennon. That's what my note was. Yeah. Fucking All we stupid. are saying is, let's eat some brains. Which like- they then don't do, because they're not zombies. They're, like, yeah. gun-tooting heaven spirits for yeah, some reason. I mean, surely there was something that rhymes with give peace a chance where 
All we are saying is let's kick some ass. Yeah, sure. That's way better. Give peas a chance. Mm, no. <laughs> I don't like peas. <laughs> yeah, so I think this was my least favorite out of all of them, Like yep. to be honest. Because like, I was just trying to look for something that I liked, and I'm like... Yeah, I liked it when Homer called Abe Lincoln Penny Face, but they also yeah. lent in on the gay joke with Abe Which, Lincoln too much. I have a question. Homer, to kill Neil Armstrong, yep. throws a paper airplane, which yep. does a bunch of shit, which then hits a astronaut mm-hmm. who throws a golf club who ends up hitting him in the thing. But then he takes off the helmet. He was the astronaut. So why yeah. do you have to do any of the other shit? Uh, to not. Make sense. <laughs> Damn it. Anything else you want to mention about this section? It's weird how bloodlessly Homer's head explodes considering the gruesomeness we put across. Oh, yeah. Crusty he through. gets like shotgunned, double barreled shotgunned. Yeah, right but his head just face. kind of vaporizes. Yeah. And there were a weird Jimmy Stewart in Heaven reference as well. Yeah. It was, it was weird. It was part Jimmy Stewart, but I felt it was also part like Jack Lemon as well. Mm. It was kind of Gill ish. In that Jack Lemon way. Jimmy Lemon. <laughs> Very strange. And then Homer, like, why would he be in heaven, for starters? Why would yeah, he go to heaven? Yeah, he's just killed a bunch of people yeah. mercilessly for money. Oh, there was the one thing I liked about this segment. And it is something that I quote to this day, which is, like, they give Homer the cash and he's, like, he's fanning the <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, pretty good. And he's, like, I don't know, it's still kind of warm. And they give him more money and he's, like, Ooh, uh, oh, now it's too cold. And gives him some back. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, yeah, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is such a fun way to do a bribe it's such oh, it's such a shame it's in this shitty episode uh segment which also has a weird rip taylor joke yeah or i yeah. think if i was having You're a better time dead. i'd like that yeah from someone needs to check my apartment <laughs> i'm playing confetti everywhere i'm rip taylor that was kind of his thing to be fair but... i know but it's also just saying it not doing anything with it no. bt if you had to rank this segment in this segment alone what would you give it uh i mean i i'm gonna fail it i just don't like anything in it except for that fanning bit Eh, it just feels lazy and stupid. Jordan? You raise a good point. Um, I it is do. lazy and stupid. Why on this podcast do I say stupid instead of stupid? Stupid. It's stupid. So stupid. Stupid. I've been considering experimenting with horror voice and going, it was quite stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I hate it enough to fail it. I was like... Maybe I can fall asleep during this one. And our participant, yeah. I only just failed it, to be fair. Yeah, yeah I'm on the participant. Yeah, I was just more bored by this one. All right, now to the final segment. It's the Grand Pumpkin Mill House. So this Yeesh. is like a parody of Charlie Brown. It's mm-hmm. the great something. Pumpkin, yeah. And it's, you know, a beloved children's Halloween classic. I think this is more an American thing because like, oh, yeah, I never watched Charlie Brown's yeah. Halloween or whatever this comes from. Yeah, it's a big staple of American television, much like the Christmas special is. And, yeah. You know, some of the jokes are pulled directly from that. I don't like Marge's wah, 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 which is... I was just is, practicing uh, my trombone. <laughs> I'm trying to leave my bias at the floor here, but, like, I Let actually... Let the bias at the floor. Let the bias at the floor. <laughs> Um, Ow. (laughs) Because I used to watch a fair bit of Peanuts cartoons. Mm. Oh, they're charming as fuck. (laughs) Yeah. But there was a period in my childhood when I got up at like 5am to like just watch cartoons ahead Mm -hmm. of my family who would also be demanding the TV, you know? Yeah. And in this time frame, they would play like all these old school cartoons, one of them being Peanuts, Charlie Brown and Snoopy. So like, and I think they did a very loving tribute here. Yeah. 
but it's not the best either. No, it's it like all, looks all the great. I was gonna say all the visuals, the visual and the, the parody they've is definitely great. got that down. Especially the kids dancing, that kind of yeah. And there were some awesome casting choices as mm-hmm. well, making yeah. Bart, Charlie Brown, Millhouse Linus, and Ralph uh, Dog Poo or whatever the one that's <laughs> perpetually got dirt around. Yeah, him. just Pig, constantly. Pigpen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Dog Poo was the one that they had on South Park. BT, what'd you like about the section? Um, I kind of like um, Ralph's just, your God is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just weirdly mean, but also kind of funny. John? Just the joy with oh, which he says it, I think. Is yeah. What... The one bit of credit I'll give them for, <laughs> that's not English, doesn't but, matter, but says something and then pulls like uh, the Charlie Brown face where his yeah. smile yeah. is like squiggly good line grief. on his face. Uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says good grief after yeah. Yeah, Homer's like bashing at the door with yeah, that thing. Visual parody is, is spot on. Yeah. And when the kids are dancing and like the twins are like doing the yeah. side to side dancing thing. And yeah, I it looks think really the, good. the music is a great, I'm assuming, royalty free version, but still very recognizable. No, this is like the actual one. Yeah, they fought tooth and nail to get the actual music nice. for this one. Because I was about to say, if it's a, if it's a par- uh, you know, royalty free parody, it's pretty damn close. It was like those Westpac ads. <laughs> Fuck you, Westpac. But no, they actually got the music. And yeah, I think it actually really improves this mm. segment as well. It's just, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to work out what doesn't sit right with me about this one. Is it someone, Bart, calling something super gay? Oh, that was Nelson. But yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's right. That was actually something that Glisten, which is a gay and lesbian media sort of watchdog, yeah. that immediately they were like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> And it was almost a charming parody of We Wish You a Merry Christmas by Nelson, but then he ends it with, and you're super gay, and it's like, no, don't, mm. bad, bad Stop person. It. Even in 2008, not cool, bro. Nope, nope, nope. Anything else that stands out from us from this section? I think because it goes from such a strong parallel to Peanuts, and then it just descends into this Grand Pumpkin kind of taking shitty revenge on people. Yeah. Like it was just a little bit boring once he started rampaging, but they didn't do anything new with that. He was kind of just a black character. I hadn't seen this one before, but I'd seen the Robot Chicken episode where they did basically the exact same thing. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, where they kind of went further and made it more horror. Well, yeah, they would. With like the kind of like the vines and the stop motion and the glaven. Mm. And <laughs> um, so having seen that, I'm like, that's a better parody, I think, than this one. So I'm just kind of the the stupidity of like, oh, you made bread specifically for pumpkins? No, it's mm. made with pumpkins, you idiot, you fucking moron, <laughs> stupid pumpkin head. Yep. Um, Direct what? Light. No, revenge. And then the exact same thing with the turkeys. You can help carve the turkey. Oh my you god, I can't believe you eat turkey. Especially when we stuff stuffing up there. Okay, there's something I don't like about it is because you think the pumpkin as a viewer is justified. They're, justified. <laughs> they're making food out of pumpkins, and of course, a sentient pumpkin would be mad at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, he's all in favor of pumpkin separatists. That movements. was weird. Very strange. Again, him vomiting up all the seeds and everything. I was like, a lot of vomit in this episode. <laughs> Two out of three vomit. Throwing up pumpkin seeds. Throwing up people. Jesus. Yep. Any other notes, BT? Uh, Lisa's kind of a jerk. I know she's playing um, Lucy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, still, she's all. Elliot's like, oh, we're gonna go back to the party, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna hang out with Millhouse. Sometimes his glasses fog up when he cries, and she, she hangs out with him, even though she doesn't believe in this pumpkin. And then later on, is like, oh, I didn't get to go to the party because of you. It's like. 
but you never thought this was real. And then she punches him. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wow, way to be an asshole. <laughs> it's like the thing I never thought was going to happen that you said was going to happen didn't happen. And I blame you. Smack. It's yeah. like, wow, way to be a bitch. All right. So a couple of things I liked. I liked how Bart sort of admitted straight up that Millhouse, this is a lie that I told you. And Millhouse is like, oh, I still believe. And it's like, thanks for testing my faith, Bart. Yeah, yeah. This sort of makes Lisa more, look more like a bitch because she was yeah. there for that conversation. Yep. She I knows. Like, I like Homer carving the pumpkins as well. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm going to give you stupid crossed eyes and a dumb triangle nose. And the dumbest shape for teeth there is. Square. Square. <laughs> that was good. But then I didn't like his whole Stockholm Syndrome thing after <sighs> the turkey blew the fucking back of the head out of the pumpkin, which. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes or no, would you watch this one again? Eh, maybe if it's on and I'm sitting down again mostly just for the stylistic parody in the last segment I mean if I was forced to like <laughs> Ludovico technique yeah then maybe like strapped to a chair with eye with drops with the uh, peanuts thing playing on repeat yeah look maybe the first and third segments but otherwise I don't know yeah, let's just get to the ranking of this thing. The whole thing or this segment? Oh, what would you give this segment? Because I don't like a lot of the content, but like the visuals, so I might skirt it up to a bronze just because I think I like the way it looks. Mm. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat. Like, it's like bronzepent. Yeah, let's rank the whole thing on the Simpsons Index. We rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. <laughs> that was awesome but for an episode where you're like meh you give participant but for the positive rankings you go okay bronze good silver excellent gold but for the best of the very best you give cubic zirconia I'm gonna go first let me show you how it's done yeah participant man I wanted to like this more but the content of each individual segment did not deliver Jordan you said it best an episode that where you're like meh is exactly how I feel. Yep. Yeah, it's very participanty. Participank. Pantrickpert. BT. What? <laughs> I was trying to make an anagram out of participant. Ah, oh, okay. Good Pan luck. Pantiprank. Well, we have survived this first part of the wasteland, and I dub thee a participant. What a do you, on you define as survival? We didn't die. That's true. Like by, I mean, by the as far as we know. Term, oh, that's fair. We could be, uh, you know, six sensing this shit. Ghostly afterlife. Yeah, well, we have to finish purgatory. the work of the index. And we're in purgatory until we complete it. We're just ghosts live streaming. Nice. That would actually be a cool I'm not gonna I would lie. tune into that's that. That's a fantastic title. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write that down. Live streaming good. ghosts. <laughs> All they know is that they're stuck in like a recording booth mm -hmm. and they constantly, the mics are hot. Yep. And they don't know what they have to do to get into get either yeah. heaven or hell, but they're stuck in live streaming until purgatory they until they figure it out. It's kind of like a, a, like, Endgame, yeah. like a Groundhog Endgame. Day. Um, there's a play where, yeah, three people are just stuck in a room. And they don't know why. Okay, cool. At some point, they figure out they're dead. It's where the line, hell is other people, comes from. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's called No Exit. Cool. So averaging out, this will be a unanimous participant. Prank to Pat. Yeah, this will be the first Treehouse of Horror to be dubbed a unanimous participant. It'll be joining other such episodes as The Surfsons, the mm -hmm. weird Game of Thrones. <laughs> that comes oh. up a lot. <laughs> the Girl Code, when Lisa becomes a coder. Ugh. So close to having an idea in that one. It was mm. And using Stephen Merchant. 
Kind yeah, of. Uh, I forgot about that part. Waste of Stephen Merchant. Yellow subterfuge when Skinner pretends that yep. Bart's going to go on the submarine and then Bart pretends that he killed Agnes. Ah, uh, yeah, fuck. Plots that we can't fucking believe actually happened. Also, the Burns and the Bees when Burns... Has sex with bees? Yeah, sure, why not? No, he built the prison right next to uh, the, yeah. the stadium with all... And Mark Cuban is crazy, guys. Mark Cuban is crazy as fuck in he that zip episode. He ziplines into his own stadium. What? Nuts. Crazy. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> all right, guys, it's time we moved on to our next Treehouse of Horror, which is Twee, Twee, Twee House of Horror for season 21. <laughs> <laughs> waste, waste The madness has taken him <laughs> And we are back And we just watched season 21 Episode 4 Treehouse of Horror XX aka 20 First released in October of Aught 9 It was directed by Mike B. Anderson And Matt Schofield Written by Daniel Chung Hey what do we think of this one? Much better a marked improvement. Mm-hmm. I still didn't love it. Love is a strong I maybe, word. Maybe so strong. I didn't really like it either. Yeah. Maybe it's because I was like, I'm still bored by this. Maybe I'm just tired. Maybe you need some leeches on you. <laughs> Drain the sadness out. I need out. some hydration from crossing this 400 mile <laughs> oven desert. I think I'm burnt out from like, there's what? a good one around the corner. Yeah. Just trust me. Trust me. It'll be fine. You'll be good. Why your compass has no, gone loopy. No, you need to recalibrate. Is... Beige, I think he's turning into a muncher. <laughs> he looks very munchable. I'm born a muncher. I'll die a muncher. <laughs> <laughs> Play count. Have you guys seen this one before today? Most definitely, yes. But how many times? I don't know. It is a mystery. Uh, no, I don't think I have. And I didn't recognize any of the bits either. So... Yeah, look, I actually enjoyed this one back in when I used to watch the HD seasons quite regularly. And I got to say, I enjoyed this one now. There's one segment that I'm not a big fan of, Mm -hmm. but also it has its merits. But let's get into that. The first thing, the intro. So, yeah, they're doing like the universal monsters. What do we think of this bit? I mean, better than the dark attempt at making the dark universe. Ayo. Hey, take that, take Tom Cruise. Did you, have you finished The Mummy yet? Or? No, I haven't got around to it. But, uh, <laughs> You've like finished the first three quarters or something? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I, I if there's get... no Brendan Fraser, then it isn't, isn't The Mummy. I would, yeah. <laughs> because I started watching because I heard it was terrible and I wanted to do a fun hate watch. And I'm watching it like, okay, not quite the right director, not the right lead, but this is not a bad little adventure movie. I'm having some fun. Why is this terrible? And there is almost an audible click where you can see they're trying to make it an expanded universe. Like, oh, this is when it starts to suck. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, there's not too much to say about this opening thing. It's actually became sort of a trope for the Treehouse of Horrors to Mm. sort of lean into the Frankenstein werewolf mummy. The the classic horror monsters, yeah. Who am I missing? The vampire Dracula. Mm. Yeah. Yes. There's something that I like about the universal monsters, like being confronted by the bullies and like, oh, your costumes are out of date. I like Uh, that Jimbo lives in a society. <laughs> there was something that I didn't mind about, like the monsters being at the party, but then their wives coming to crash. It was just such. Nah. Yeah. You told me you were going out to eat children. Ah, uh, we were going to, but then my man. Uh, yeah. wow. And then Homer's like, if it's in a costume, it's not cheating. And then they murder Homer because they're evil. Hey, yeah. remember when Road Trip was like a funny movie? <laughs> I, mean, I do. If you're maybe. not in the same zip code, it's not cheating, bruh. No, if you put peanut butter on your balls and let your dog lick it up, it's because it's your dog. So <laughs> yeah. we get it. Yeah. Mudge in her sexy cat costume. Mm. 
Feels a little out of character for her, but uh, I am still into yes, it. Cat noise. Super into it. <laughs> I'm just super into Marge. I think. Oh yeah, it's well established. Right? I have problems, but <laughs> how is that a problem? I yeah. mean, it's a cartoon. I mean, outside of that. I mean, it's like saying, "Yeah, Judy Jetson, what a fox." I mean, I've not watched it for a long time, but she can get hella wiener. No. <laughs> What? Oh, boy. Oh, right. There's that wasteland madness. <laughs> so it wasn't a really strong opening to the whole... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. The party thing was a bit stupid, but I kind of miss having a framework for which the stories are being told. Yeah. yeah. Like, the old ones always had a framework, and they were just something to return to, I suppose, as the breather in between segments. Mm. I still think the best one they've done is that one with the telling scary stories and the, hey, Ma, we haven't got the eyes yet. Yeah. You know, yeah, that one. yeah. Like that, I think that's been the best framework one that they've done, and then it's there's nowhere to go from there. It's like all downhill. It's sort of the same thing, the problem that they have with including Kang and Kodos in them, because mm. that seems to sort of be a Halloween tradition, but it becomes like more awkward for them to do, where yeah. they literally have to shoehorn Kang and Kodos in. Like, yeah. With like the first one, the like they did. One. Yeah, they were just dancing in the fucking crowd, and then this one, that where they were just in the crowd in the audience. to play at the yeah. end. All right, so first segment. The title is probably the longest Treehouse of Horror segment title of Dial M for Murder or Press the Pound Sign to Return to the Main Menu. Is that last part? Did you add that or is that no. really in the Yeah, thing? that's really, really in the title. I did not see that, but okay. Mm. So this seems to be like a big Hitchcock parody, mostly about strangers on a train, but incorporating a lot of other mm-hmm. um, Hitchcock references. What do we think? Yeah, I mean, stylistically, again, this looks great. It sounds great as well. They've got the psycho traveling music, or again, a very yeah. near parody of it. Mm. But yeah, that's weird that they've called it Dial In for Murder. It's using the psycho yeah. music. Well, it's good music. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it seems to be like just an overall Hitchcock tribute. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the bravery of this because, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first Treehouse of Horror segment to be done entirely in black and white. You are wrong, Elliot. Which one? King Homer. Fuck! Check and mate. Okay, first one from the HD era then. Boom. <laughs> yep, that's fair. That's first out of four. Hey, Jordan, what'd you like about this segment? Two things. The one line I liked, Bart going to Lisa, hey, you're smart. I bet you like ideas. <laughs> She's like, I do. <laughs> and the second bit that I don't know if I liked, but I appreciated, was this weird Lynchian, Dali-esque yeah, like, Running through the room of eyeballs and shit. Yeah, it was very weird. It had like, you know, melting body parts mm. and like Bart's head growing off. Homer's mm. head or something. It was very strange. And yeah. I kind of liked it visually. Yeah, I think it's a parody of his girl film I can't think of. Well, that's the thing. Some of it was North by Northwest because like Barney or mm-hmm. something tumbles off. Wasn't yeah. that Hitchcock? I thought that was actually... Oh, it was Hitchcock. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Hitchcock, they tackle him and he tumbles off yeah. the faces. The faces in the mountain, the carving. You know yeah. the one. Which is a North by Northwest parody. Yeah, so lots of Hitchcockian stuff. I'm sure they've done Hitchcock stuff. Oh, yeah. Hitchcock is yeah. like Twilight Zone for the Treehouse yeah. of Horror. Yeah. Very deep well that they return to. Mm. How about um, you, BT? What'd you like about this section? I like plenty on this one. Let's see. I do like when Lisa gets passed over for first chair or whatever she's getting passed over for. And, uh, on the reading competition. Yeah, Miss Hoover's like, Lisa, don't worry about this. I barely spent any time on this decision. And then, um, oh, Ralph is like, oh, hooray for different face. That was a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Not, sucks. I didn't like it. Yeah, I did like Lisa in that moment going, this is tainted, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Yep. I uh, feel like that's a quote that I return to. And I like Skinner's lameness of, Lisa Simpson in detention, my horoscope said I'd see something strange today, but I assume that was the horoscope itself. <laughs> I got a chuckle out of that. Yep. Yeah. I got to say, those weird... Pervs that were watching Bart's ass at the tennis match. 
Yeah. They were following it they intently. They were following every hey, cheek. Tennis has trained them to follow spherical yellow things from one side to another. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. You're right. I don't know. Maybe this was my favorite section out of the whole thing. Like, I did love the stylistic parody of it. And I loved the whole deception about it where it was still about the kids being kids in some element where Lisa misinterpreted the whole thing mm-hmm. where she did a literal ding-dong ditch to Miss Krabubble, just like, yeah, rang the doorbell and ran. Whereas... Bart was like, no, by ding-dong ditch, I meant kill that ding-dong and throw the body into a ditch. Yeah, mm. I didn't originally like the line, but then when he went, yeah, you got to go and TP her. <laughs> like, I'll just TP, like, yeah, torture and punish her, and then ding-dong ditch her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the return was better mm, than yeah. the original. And we've criticized The Simpsons a lot recently for the bad initialisms joke, but I yeah. liked the TP one. That was mm. good. Because it was, yeah, tied into what they were doing. It wasn't just a random throwaway joke. Yeah. Oh, and Miss Krabappel as well, where Lisa has the opportunity yeah. to slice her Come head. Come hold this blade. I wouldn't want it to cut through my neck. You know, like a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> but conversely, was there anything that you didn't like about this section? Not particularly, I, think I didn't I don't like. So. I don't know why Bart just suddenly turned out to be a massive psychopath. It I was mean, a very... But again, it's the Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, so yeah. Like I, I'm not like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's your teacher's bloodied head. <laughs> the thing is... I like that though. You should have seen the look on her face. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. The weird thing is, right, he creates an alibi for himself. Mm-hmm. Lisa didn't create an alibi well, for herself. Well, it's one of herself. those, we presume uh, it happened off screen kind yeah, of things. Yeah, that's the beginning of disasters, the presuming. Yeah. Yes. There is a weird twist at the end where Krabappel's like, oh, good work. And you're like, you can forgive that. But then Lisa like has this knowing like, Yes, that's All right. along, I intended to murder Bart. And, yeah, that's Which was right. definitely not a thing that was happening. Oh, man, the way she, like, just, like, flings his body away. God. Mm. I know. Brutal. Yeah, anything else we want to say about this section? It's a weird little bit, but where Bart confronts Lisa in the bathroom and kind of warts towards her menacingly, I like how he just holds his hand out and activates all the <laughs> auto-sync. <laughs> yeah. It's a stupid little thing, but I got a, I got a smile out of it. But there is something threatening about that for yeah, whatever just, reason. Yeah. Just slowly coming closer and closer. There's a great bit where there's some nice camera work from both of them climbing a ladder, and the trees all look, you know, dizzying and high, and then you kind of cut back and just climbing a slide. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was really a good misdirect of animation there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that just yeah, I think the parody was really on point for this one, visually and yeah, musically, cute. and all the little details thrown in. Sure. And I kind of like Bart's line is like, "We have the same dinner. It's DNA." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're going to rank this segment in this segment alone, what would you give it? Um, I might up to silver this one. I'd probably bronze it. I'd silver just for the black and white comparison. And just even then, when they play with the lighting, when Bart's on the carousel, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. Light, the shadows are shifting across his face. Looks great. All right, next segment. Don't have a cow mankind. A sort of a 28 days later parody. What do we think? Well, here's something I wanted to bring up. This is why I was curious when this episode came out, which is 09. This is the plot of The Last of Us from 2013. Pretty much down to the plot twist. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, you know, they've done the whole this person is the survivor that could save us all thing. And that's not necessarily un- unique to Last of Us. But then when it's like, oh, no, in order to get you, we need to basically kill you. It's like, wait, that part is. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, Naughty dog. And they Fox, do. Fox, if you want to sue, I, I get 10%. <laughs> and they do respond to sound. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, First yeah. thing they do is, yeah, don't make any sound. And that's so. Uh, I gotta say, it uh, feels pretty concrete to argument, me. Yeah. I may not be some big city lawyer, <laughs> but it seems to me these are the same plot lines and I get 10%. Ba-ba! 
<laughs> Good on them as well for doing the whole zombie movie tradition of not calling them zombies. I like the yep. calling them munchers. That's a good name Arguably for them. Arguably they're not zombies because they're not dead. Ah. They're just crazy. They got a rage yep. virus. <laughs> ah. Which would be 28 days later. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, what do we like about this one? I'll start with you, John. There's a sign here in the background which is truly horrific. There's a, a movie of Medea Goes to Hell. Yeah, I saw <laughs> I'm that. like, oh boy, that sounds fucking awful. Uh, God, the animation of Mole Man's head getting squashed mm. and his brain and All eyeballs coming where, out. Yeah, his glasses land near his brain. It's like, was that worth crushing his skull for? I'm yeah, confused. no, I didn't like that. Oh, really? I loved it. Like, it's just, it's just weird. I'm wondering how the writing process went. Were they like... Hey, what if we had Mormon's brains come out? Was that the start of it? Or were they like, well, we've got to do something. We've cr- got to cross someone's head. What happens after that? Yeah. Like, I mean, I al- always feel like I come across too conservative when reviewing Simpsons because, like, oh, that is not the family-friendly entertainment that we're used to from The Simpsons. Mm. But, like, the Treehouse of Horrors have always been an exception to it. And I kind of like when they try to do a little bit of gore. And I don't know, I thought this was, like, contextual and... Oh, yeah, it just was gross. I didn't yeah, like I the actual <laughs> head look crush of it. Fine. Yeah. I'm just curious why the glasses bit came up. Yeah, it is a fine line that the Treehouse of Horror work, mm. works with, and because it was gross, albeit gross, it fucking popped like a... Oh, yeah. Uh, what's something you, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. It was a brain zit. Yeah. Zit of brains. How about Gross. you, BT? What do you like about this segment? I do like Bart's moment of, oh, there's nothing to eat except for this. And there's like a perfect <laughs> bowl of fruit next to it. <laughs> it's like, like a cornucopia, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hibbert is a badass. He's like throwing syringes. and I loved that scene. And just like calmly explaining things while he's taking them down. It's pretty bad. And so is a poo. Tell he's my pretty wife I love well. her. Yeah. So, yeah. And I do like, wait, me tell her I love her or from you? I'll yeah. just give her a high five. <laughs> yeah, Apu is a badass as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like I'll have to push. <laughs> oh, that was great for Apu to sacrifice himself like that. I meant what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, like he didn't explain that part of it, but... You know, oh. implied, I suppose. It's worth it for the bit. Yeah, I do also love the classic two movers moving the glass plane. Oh, yeah. And then they drive yeah. through, it's like, ah, oh, we need windows too. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing that stands out to me from this segment. I love the design of the munchers. Like, mm. And I think visually, this is a very striking segment where yep. the sky had that doomsday grey over it yep. and everyone was that pale and their yeah. eyes. You can find that in the new box of Crayolas, doomsday grey. <laughs> <laughs> and munchy yellow. <laughs> in brackets, soon. Mole man brain pink. Oh, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> I thought this was, like, it felt long as well, this one, but I think it needed the time. Like, I really felt like this was a very well-put-together segment. Yeah, for the most, uh, just, there were a couple of bits that maybe, like, I think maybe they spend too long escaping the house. But, I mean, that's seconds. It's not a huge yeah. deal. But I don't that, know, like, and especially in the first one where we were like, we didn't feel any suspense. We didn't feel any urgency with any, apo- I kind of felt that with this one. Yeah, no, it's like, once the running pace goes, yeah, that keeps up in the yeah. badass Apu's vehicle. And yeah. I really like the line when um, Marge goes to shoot Helen Lovejoy and Apu's just like, you can apologize in hell. I like, yeah. suppose I can. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just a great line all by itself, regardless of where it comes from. <laughs> apologize in hell. <laughs> What's the name for that thing on the front of the train? Like the pointy... Cowcatcher. Cowcatcher. Yep. I like the cowcatcher I, Which I only car. know because of Simpsons. Yeah. 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 Smithers oh, deploy the cowcatcher. Oh, yeah. Once again, I have a cowcatcher cut in my shirt. So whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything we didn't like about this section, though? I suppose there's not a lot of 28 Days Later parody exactly, but that's not necessarily a bad... It's just more the theme of... Mm. Uh, 
nothing egregious. I do also like, you think there's a safe zone? Well, it's over there. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose um, everyone knows Bart is the savior without anyone having to. But I mean, fuck. They, they instantly start praying. Yeah, is a bit but silly. Also, fuck it, because, you know, it's, it's a quick segment. Who gives a shit? Yeah, we've only got so much time. I liked how Bart is like talking to Lisa and be like, yeah, I got you like super right here or whatever. And he's clearly rubbing her bowl on his dick. Yep. Like he is rubbing his balls all over that bowl yep. to serve the soup to her. She can be reassured in that <laughs> she is not going to become a muncher. She's not going to become a muncher, but man, at what cost? Oh. <laughs> well, also like there's clearly like chicken carcasses in that soup as well. Like she's had to sacrifice yep. her vegetarian. To live? Yes. Yeah. To live, I'm going <laughs> to eat chicken dick soup. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I didn't like about it is that, okay, Bart sees the hamburger and, like, breaks yeah. out of the house to get it, then come back, eats it, and then has the whole thing, and then he's the one that says, wait, I wasn't turned. Yeah. So didn't that's he like, think he might be? <laughs> yeah, that's, like, implying that he went into it knowing the risk, accepting his fate that he will get turned if he eats that thing. I mean, give us a line, and he's like, I might turn into a monster. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, yeah, but that burger, oh, it looks so good. It did. It looked good. Yeah, grain-fed cow, fed to other cow, then fed yeah. to people. Because wasn't that the basis of mad cow disease? Yeah, basically. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. That cows were fed other cows? Yep. What? Really? Well, yeah. And that's why that second cow that is becomes the patty has got, like, crazy eyes. Yeah. It wow. was mad. Mad, I tell you. You <laughs> put that burger out. It was obviously there right before the chaos began and just sat there. Yeah, yeah, they were serving it and then all mm. of a sudden chaos began. So. And 28 days later, because it's fast food, it just, you know, remains intact. Yeah. Anything else we want to say about don't have a cow mankind? Didn't like the joke of Homer hitting the phone with Bart. No, I wasn't a fan. And I wasn't a fan of him, like, turning his back on Abe either. Yeah, seemed stupid. I'm your father and I need help. I can't understand this bunch of talk. Yeah, a little too sad. Like, if the dialogue had been different from Abe, it wouldn't have been a bit, you know. And also, I thought the joke line was like, Dad, that's the last book in the world. Oh, yeah. Arsenio, hell, go for it. Yeah, and it's like, you really have one book in your entire house. <laughs> and how do you know that's the last in the world? Like, uh, yeah, Lisa. what'd you do with the other books? Yeah, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. Oh, there was a decent Rainier Wolfcastle thing. Come to me if you want to live. Another politician failing to live up to his promises. A little heavy-handed, but, you know, I always enjoy a good Terminator reference. So. I saw a really great tweet the other day that was like, Robert Patrick on the set of Terminator 2 surprised his co-workers when, when the jail cell door refused to open. He, he just saved the scene by melting through <laughs> the metal bars. <laughs> well, he's a professional, I mean. Yeah. Mm. If you had to rank this section and this section alone, what would you give it? Mm, bronze. Bronze. I, I'd probably give it a silver. I, I just well, think stylistically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me over here with my silvers. With your face. All right, the last section. There's no business like mo business. Yeah, I actually kind of like the shift in format where they're kind of doing it like it's a play because like, I think that keeps some of the more horrible aspects from being horrible and it keeps Mo from being too much of a creepy predator because he's playing himself as a creepy predator. Yeah. I think it's A, a nice little shift in just presentation and B, keeps the terrible things from being too terrible. Yeah. John? Just don't hinge an episode on or most of an episode on Julie Kavner's 
singing voice. <laughs> it's fair. Um, to it, be fair, you could do worse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was just not good. No offense to Julie. Like, she's been doing this for yeah, 30 years it's now. It's got to be a tough voice to sing in. But, yeah, it's not a good singing voice. I will say, though, I thought the lyrics for this one, except for one fucking egregious <laughs> bit, were actually really clever. Like, Marge going like, these rosy bubbles in my nosy make me want to have more. Yeah. That was good, and it's like cuddling, it's like clean clothes or cocoa, and you think she's going to say marshmallows, and she says mixed with rainbows. Ah, oh, mm. fantastic yep. wordplay there. Yep, and then the bar flies are like, it's like drinking your best friend. <laughs> yeah, I think this was fun. Mm-hmm. There is a bad bit of it, though. There's a tricky bit. Yeah. Yes. Where Homer's big solo song about how gay he is. Yeah, he'd try every man from here to Timbukti, he would. Yes. Now, to Um, be entirely fair, they don't say that being gay is bad, just that he has incredible zeal for it. Still weird as fuck, and really kind of awkward. It feels like the punchline is that he's sucking dick. (laughs) Well, yes, indeed. It's it's still uncomfortable. I'm trying to give it as much... I mean, it it just becomes like him listing off a bunch of countries. Like, that's sort of the problem that I have with Mm, it. Yeah, it's... Mm, still not good which is a shame because again i liked the play stylistically Mm -hmm. and like even when homer rushing back after his big solo number going back and he's like yeah oh shit i have to fill yeah get a stall for a second while he gets in costume (laughs) ran into an irish person the other day oh really no o'reilly oh Oh, come on that's (laughs) fine you're allowed to say it i'm not (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can't say the o word the o apostrophe word What what else stood out to you from this section? Uh, Mojo says, well, you may notice I put on cologne and shaved my knuckles. <laughs> Good uh, move, Mo. Yeah, I didn't actually have a lot of notes still on this one. Oh, I like that Mo tried to unplug his drain cloggage with a, a snake, yeah, but it was a literal snake. Yeah. Hey, well, we know he's a snake handler, so. Yeah. Jordan? Um, I like uh, Bart, Linda, and the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... And Homer left this letter for you that it's written in my handwriting with my mannerisms and speech patterns. <laughs> Damage. Yeah. <laughs> that is a bit weird. He knows her name. If you haven't left me by now, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Can I recommend Mo? There is a terrible crime at the very end. Homer and Marge are sharing a beer together mm-hmm. and they're drinking it with straws. Yeah. Who drinks beer? What animal? Lovers, Jordan. No. Lovers. Even then, you don't drink beer with a straw? What the fuck is wrong with these people? Oh, that's been flavoured with blood. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, I mean, that's it? creepy yeah. on its own, but yeah. Yeah, yeah and my only another note about it is that it is Mo's like creepy fetish song at the, at the end. <laughs> yeah, I do got on it. I can I only make some... love in the back of a hearse as long as I'm dressed like a Civil War nurse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, I'll go through your purse. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's his kink. Don't kink shame. No. Although we've yet again had another musical moment in an episode of this. This has been oh a mu- musical wasteland. It's been yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> and my final note on this segment is I like that Homer was fighting with the Mo doll. Again, playing into yeah. the play thing. Do you guys have any more notes about this? Segment? I put my book away. I'm done. Have you had a rag this seminar uh, if it wasn't for the black hole of an awkward bit, I might have silvered, but that really does... Yeah, but then, yeah, I do like a lot of the music and the wordplay. I'm going to go with a safe bronze, but it's got mixings of silver in there. Jordan? This is segment alone. I didn't love it. I think I'm going to give this one like a participant. Oh. Yeah, I, I was a bit like, oh, another song. Great. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm the same as Beach. I'm giving it a bronze. Could have been a silver. Black hole, bad. So overall with this Treehouse of Horror, how do we think I balance the parody and the horror with this one? Uh, well, I mean, all these ones had plot lines. And they, yeah. you know, things mm. happened. And they didn't feel like just a bunch of stuff mushed together. So for parody, yeah, pretty damn good. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It was a marked improvement on the previous one. Mm-hmm. I felt like the animation was a little bit better as well. Yeah. And it felt like they used all the time. The previous episode, I felt like, did they just use like three minutes of that seven minutes? Did I miss four minutes somewhere of, yeah, it felt really underutilized. This one, it, they fleshed all the stories out pretty well. So You know, which is actually a surprise to me because the intro segment is the only one where I feel like, why are we spinning the fidget mm. spinner here? Like, mm. this is clearly wasting time where... Each of these segments, yeah, I totally agree with you. They felt like they used the time very effectively. The only one I think that they let down the horror element is the final segment as well, because it just felt like a musical. But But it was meant to be, yeah, a shift in time. Yeah, but it sort of got like a Sweeney Todd vibe to it, I Mm -hmm. guess, with like the macabre musical sort of thing. Yes or no, would you watch this one again? Sure. Yeah, probably more hangover than anything. Ah, oh, a treehouse of hangover. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, nice, nice one. I see what you did there. Thank Horror you. hangover. Let's rank this though. I'm going a bronze. I know that for the segments I went silver, silver, bronze, which probably means I should edge a bit higher, but bronze isn't necessarily bad. It's okay. You're going to have an okay time when you watch this thing. Jordan. I'm going to be at a bronze as well. I guess I thought that... I was a little bit bored of it halfway through. And I think that was just because of the the musical third act. It was mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is really tiring. But I still kind of overall was like, it's better than what I expected and what I'm used to. So, yeah. 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 Cat noise. <laughs> BT? I'm also going to go with the bronze because I went silver, bronze, bronze. Um, It's a higher bronze as well. Because mm. we had a fair amount of fun with this one, but they're not taking away too many great jokes or too many great lines. But overall, hey, they're just fun plots that are wacky and horror and stuff. <laughs> I ran out of words, so... Yeah, you I did. ran out of... Uh, Anna, the thing the, uh, with the, the breathing and the letters. You know, the... Well, this is our highest ranked episode from a wasteland. Whoa. whoa of a whoa, unanimous whoa, bronze. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> Sometimes you wonder the wasteland, you find shiny bits of bronze. <laughs> you can sell that for scrap. Uh, metal detector. Mm. So a Treehouse of Horror that we also ranked unanimous bronze was Treehouse 18, which had the E.T. go home with the uh, Bart yeah. found Kang yeah. and the Mr. and Mrs. Smith parody and oh, also yeah. Bart going in the heck house that Flanders made. Yeah, that was Where a weird one. It turns one. out he is actually the devil. Yeah, that's weird. I can't... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck, that was weird. Yeah, I actually can't believe we ranked that that high. That Like, looking back, I'm like, really? All right, now let's go to our final stop on the wasteland. <sighs> a journey nears the end. Yeah, the oases, they're so close. Where <laughs> we go to Treehouse 21 in season 22. We will be back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in fact, we're right behind you. We will be back. We will be right back. We will be back. We're going to grab a snack. (laughs) (laughs) And we are back. And we are at the end of the wasteland. (laughs) Help us inside. (laughs) 
Well done. I actually didn't know we were going to complete this tonight. I yeah. thought we'd have to delay at least one episode until tomorrow morning. I was flagging that last episode. I was like, I'm fucking, I'm done. I'm done for the night. But I mean, so you... was I, but I've actually gotten a weird boost of energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You, you inspired me with your talk and your words and... <laughs> Yeah. Rousing speech. <laughs> You're right. It's in the spirit of the wasteland. That's right. To it's... just fucking push through, because otherwise you die. And it's like this being the horror wasteland. It's like right at the end, and all hope is lost. We don't think we can make it anymore. Rousing speech has pushed us to the end. And, and then here Daniel we are. Radcliffe playing Edward Cullen. Yes, trying to drink your delicious blood. Delicious blood. And bits of sick. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent reference. Mankind. That word should have a new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. No, we can't. We will be united in our common interests, in our common index. Perhaps it is the fate for us today that it is the 21st of April, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom, not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. Annihilation. We are fighting for our right to live, to exist, and should we win the day, the... 21st of April will no longer be known as our wasteland holiday, <laughs> but as the day that we declared in one voice, we will, we not, will not go, go quietly, quietly into, into the, the night. <laughs> we will not vanish without a fight. <laughs> we are going to live on. We are going, going to survive. survive. <laughs> Today we, we celebrate, celebrate our wasteland holiday. <laughs> Where we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I deserve it. Where we just watched Season 22, Episode 4, Treehouse of Horror, XXI, a.k.a. 21. First released in November of 2010, directed by Bob Anderson, written by Joel H. Cohen. Overall impressions, what did we think? Blah. Mm. Um, let me think. <laughs> uh, oh. oh, dumb. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was dumb. The middle one was probably the best, but it was still dumb. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was your best? Wait, I hated the first one and worst? I hated the third one. Yeah, so, I can go by middle- process of elimination. Yeah, middle one I would say is the best. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to say the introduction is probably the best. Yeah. It, it swung a bit rapidly because yeah. we start off and, you know, Frank's talking about, ah, if you don't want to see all this horrible Simpsons violence, ah, I can fast forward through. I like how he walks past the X-ray machine. He's got the uh, alien yeah, uh, the xenomorph fucking, yeah. in him. Yeah. But then he turns to dust, and that's stupid. But then I really love oh, the monster off no, because no, no. he clicks himself. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really liked Because we often criticize Frank's whole glavy gover glavy routine, mm-hmm. but like him skipping through his entire life. <laughs> nah, no, I'm dead. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah. But then the monster office, that was great. <laughs> oh, Monster Mifflin? Yeah. I was a fan of that. Oh, yeah, and it ended with a Wilhelm screen, so that's always nice. Yeah. Uh, and then the next thing started with a Wilhelm scream as they well. They had like three Wilhelm screams yeah. in the next okay, one. one. Uh, Just one is all you need. You only need one. It's the but Easter it's got to be a guy falling off a horse. Preferably. Yeah. But, you know. but yeah, just on the Monster Mifflin bridge. thing, like, I'm a very, very big fan of The Office. And, like, I've seen that intro a million times. And I've got to say, they did some really awesome loving tributes to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the witch sharpening her own finger. In the, the, yeah, and yep. it's just her bone. Yeah. Yeesh. And there was the mummy doing the paper shredding yeah. thing like Dwight does with his card, but it's it gets like... the bandage in there and... Ooh. Perfect. And they're like adjusting the little like knick-knack. The yeah. Frankenstein yeah, yeah, statue, yeah. yeah. Like it was a bit tediously set up. Monster like works office, like Dump yeah. and... Mi- yeah, it was bad set up, but yeah. yeah, I thought it looked great. Anything else about this intro? I did like the the little. Well, it wasn't a sign yet. You know how they do the um, 
bat growing or yep. like what mm. forget I pronounced it like that. Names. Whatever. But I did like the one that was Joel Cohen will die in 187 seconds. It's <laughs> 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 very specific. Take I don't know that, what, Joel H. I don't, Cohen. I don't know what happened 187 seconds directly after that, but presumably How long is 187 seconds? Three minutes and seven right. seconds. So the first segment, War and Pieces. So this is like a Jumanji parody where yeah. the board mm-hmm. button Millhouse are playing a board game that eventually takes over all board games with Takeover Springfield. What do we think? Yeah, it's dumb because they say like, "Oh, you've got to like play the game to end this whole thing." But yeah, like, but then the game ends with him finishing Mousetrap. It's like yeah. that wasn't the game. No, you were no, playing you, well, that's the thing. They're like, "No, you have to play all the other games." Like, why aren't you playing that game? Mm. Whatever the fuck that Satan's Path. I yeah. will say, I like the line of, "Hey, you know, it's got to be good if Satan put his name on it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. There were elements of this I liked, but. I think this is sort of a good thing with us doing this back-to-back with a bunch of the other Treehouse of Horrors tonight because a lot of the things I didn't like about this, one of the same problems I had with Untitled Robot parody. It's just, yeah, it's a bunch mm. of stuff smashed together and that someone was just bored and in their games rooms like, I don't know, Homer's playing Snakes and Ladders and he's like, oh, I climbed a ladder, oh, I fell down a chute, oh, no, I'm up a ladder. Oh, no, and I'm that just there. went on, he's like... But yeah, like with the other one, there were a bunch of fun Transformers references in the same here. There were a bunch of fun board game references, but it wasn't tied to a cohesive plot. No. Mm. The other thing... Wacky shit happens. uh, I mean, I I don't mean to get all technical. Or Um, anal. (laughs) Slinkies aren't a board game. Yeah. Yes! (laughs) Because they were just in the games room when the writer was bored. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I actually have a small... Jonathanical! Uh, in the sense that when there's uh, some of the Springfieldians have been turned into dice for Yahtzee, yep. but Mel has been turned into one, and he'd be a terrible dice because the bone is still through his head, and it couldn't land on <laughs> yeah. the side. It, couldn't it land is not on a fair four dice. or three. Yeah. yeah, that is a terribly skewed dice. Let's try and find some positives. What did we like about this section? I'm going to start. I liked the misdirect with Marge sort of criticizing Milhouse and Bart about, oh, you're playing this game for children or whatever, and they'll... Reverend Lovejoy's playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, die, die, die. Yeah, he's like, kill the wounded. <laughs> Fucking hell. I like that. What do yeah. you like, Beach? Uh, I like the injuring of Millhouse. Savard hits him in the eye and he's like, ah, oh, my non-lazy eye. And then Marge is like, we're going to get you some safe board games. Smacks him in the face with a corner. <laughs> my other eye. <laughs> yeah. I like, there was a minor detail that I really, really liked. So the big operation dude mm-hmm. is terrorizing whatever yep. and yeah. one of the barrel of monkeys steals the funny bone or whatever out of his leg for when he walks off to chase him his leg from that point down is all floppy oh <laughs> it was yeah it was really cool mm. it was a little bit of that i liked ragging on all the shit games especially mousetrap like <laughs> yeah. how hard it was to set up and it never fucking worked anyway yeah. and he just has to kick it to like get the mouse to catch mm-hmm. mm. sad kind of weird moment in that Millhouse is just really happy to die. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm just tired of living. And it just and drops in the ocean, uh, Titanic I love style. Titanic, yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he's just got this smile on his face as he fucking drowns. He's like, thank God, it's over. And it was a weird thing where they just made their way out to sea because of Battleship, and then they were saved because uh, of Scrabble Boat. Pieces. Oh, ba- Battle Boat. Battle Boat, because you don't want to get tied hey, up with those yeah, we, uh, Mattel ne- lawsuit. We nearly got another Scrabble Ship reference. <laughs> That's what I was just about <laughs> yeah. to say. That, but tying into what you were saying, Jordan, I think this is what bugged me most about this section, is it was so 
trying to avoid getting sued, like with Yatsu and the way that they just rolled out the names of all the games that were PAL ports, like mm. with shit, tiddly wonks and Although, all that shit. we laugh, but have you seen the game section at like a Target or a Big <laughs> yeah. W where it's like, instead of Connect Four, it's four in a row or <laughs> who's that? Or like there's all these off-brand games and you like, yeah. yeah, ravaging, ravaging rhinos or whatever is not far off from yeah. the truth. I think my problem with this segment is, yeah, instead of it being a Bart Miller House adventure through all these games, we kind of just bounce from one thing to another and then in between they kind of talk about have this little adventure but you don't see most of it and it's just like no eh. it's a gag factory like selma with the mystery dude and then like that was mm. their way of shoehorning kang and or uh, kodos yeah. into the anything else you want to say about this section my last note is a really negative one of they just play hangman and die yeah what a fucking yeah. ending right that's like but this is over why does it look like you're in an old western town if there's no games come to life anymore, why are you there? And then it's just the dumb thing of, we've got one guest left. Uh, uh, three. three? Fuck off, Millhouse, you stupid mm. piece of shit. Again, this is a worse version of a joke that I loved where Millhouse's, uh, you know, spell choke. Uh, that's easy. F. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Still... That is one of the greatest jokes of all time. Another joke that I love is when they do pull up Satan's curse game, Bart's like, I'll be the demon, and Millhouse, you can be the thimble. Ugh, I'm always the thimble. Yeah, I did like I that, yeah. Yeah, I love in Satan's path that there's still a thimble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also the Wiggum chess thing, what'd you guys think of that? It just kind of went on too long. Was it a terrible oh. bit? But this again, the, it's just again, it's gag. really stupid. Like, oh no, we'll be fine because of this. And same it's as three steps away and one to the right, we'll be fine. Oh, yeah, or that's two, right. I, I like that. Yeah, he gets the metaphor wrong, but he's like, "I did just get crushed. Can you maybe leave me? Can on? you like give me a better yeah, slack?" That, that yeah, that was good. Took, but the took whole, too long to get there. His, yeah, yeah. The rest of his body was like really squished up and like yeah. bulging out it's, under it's that flat, chest piece. Yeah, good. it didn't look. It would have been more satisfying if the bottom half of him popped out of the top half of him, a la mole man in the last yeah. episode. Oh, with God, Although, uh, that. yeah, and I will say the tone that I really didn't like is um, Rod and Todd just get obliterated by these falling stick things. Like there was a reasonably bloodless episode. But even when Wiggum gets crushed, there's no blood, and they just get yeah, never liquefied. Never like, No, that happens to everyone. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that about does it for War and Pieces. How about Mastering Cadaver, the adventure on the high seas? Yeah, I was gonna say this is my favorite, just for being the least lame of the three. Yeah, the least yeah. wacky for the most part. Yeah. And honestly, this would probably make a pretty decent short story or movie or something. Yeah. The, the yeah, music was it. pretty cool mm-hmm. and it reminded me of, God, was it Isla Fisher? Was that movie that was called the, the Triangle or something like that, where it was a yeah. weird loop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not Isla Fisher. It is that other Australian actress. Yeah. But I don't know the one you mean. I yeah, like yeah. that movie. Sophie movie. Monk. No, but you're not far off. <laughs> Natalie Bassingthwaite. <laughs> oh, from Rogue Traders. Yeah, who married Roy Thistlethwaite and they become the Bassingthwaite Thistlethwaites. What, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanted to believe it. But, but for the purposes of this podcast, yes. We had an episode recently fucking... Thirsty Traders. Bukowski. Jan Krakowski and John Krasinski read Bukowski. <laughs> what can we do with Natalie Bassingthwaite and Ray Thistlethwaite? <laughs> yeah. Um, mm, there's thistles. Um, sing Tom Waits. <laughs> I love it. I love okay. it. Natalie Bassingthwaite and Ray Thistlethwaite sing, sing Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. Wait. <laughs> Make it happen, Australia. Sorry, uh, Master and Cadaver. 
the guest star of this segment was Hugh Laurie playing oh, Roger. Melissa George. I thought he was Dracula. Oh, Melissa George. George. Yeah, the other Australian actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do we think of Hugh Laurie's performance in this? Oh, that was Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Didn't pick it at the time. He yeah. was Roger. I mean, I immediately picked Daniel Radcliffe in the next one. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there. We'll get mm. there. Yeah, like he was okay, was, actually. Yeah, Hugh Laurie does well. He always does. Yeah, yeah, I was going to argue with you that this was the best segment, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the other two kind of sucked way worse than this, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, for sure. And and the story is kind of interesting. There's a bit of intrigue, mm. like, what actually happened here? I mean, I want to know. Okay. It's yep. kind of cool. Um, I think it got let down by just Homer's murder rampage. Yeah, yeah there's then, no point to that. Yeah. No witnesses. Well, my first note is slide whistle bonus cell. So, oh yeah, that was which that was I admit a, I got a, a, bad, had a smile from. Uh, it was like oh, it's my cell phone. Yeah, yeah it, it was bad, but I still got a smile out of it. So why do I have a down arrow note that says walk home? Because Homer's going. Oh, I think I'm going to take a walk, and th- then he just goes oh, from like one side of the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could have been a better joke if he just walks like off to the left and then comes back a second later. And is like what? It's not a big boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he returns with roller, roller skates blades. on the th- roller Sorry. blades. Excuse Sorry. me. Well, I mean, I'm going to say inline skates because I don't know if they were the official <laughs> yeah. branded roller blades. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was a really bad misdirect bit where Homer puts on his glasses with one lens missing. And then the what's his face is like, looks like he's tweaking Marge's nipples. And she's like, oh, you're so good at that. And he takes the glasses off and oh, he's just playing with the radio. But then like but Marge is also like thrusting yeah, her chest yeah. behind pressed it. up against the radio. And then like, it's only when he takes the glasses off. Is there the sound of him trying to tune a radio? Mm. It's like, yeah. And also Marge is like, oh, you're doing such a good job of that. And he at, didn't at ever, nothing. He yeah. never got a signal. He's clearly not doing a good job of that. This is a bad misdirect. And also, that's not what it looks like when you're looking through glasses. Yeah. You don't see the frames. That's how glasses are designed. <laughs> Unless you've got bad glasses. Yeah. That are just all frame, no lens. One lens. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we want to say about the section? Oh, yeah. I liked the quote. Um, he talks about like he got hit in the head with a jar of s- low sodium soy, soy sauce, salt. and he says, "Oh, I was." He sent me napwood. Yeah, <laughs> which I, like I just like as a bit of wordplay. Actually, when Marge discovers the soy sauce bottle later in the thing, and she sees the like green topper on yeah. it, and that's yeah. how she determines that it's low, low sodium. sodium. I'm like, okay, that's a good discovery. Yeah, like a, a good deducement. Deduction. Deduction. <laughs> deducement. <laughs> Wasteland <laughs> Madness I'm going to have to go Winnelina. Take a deducement Later <laughs> on <laughs> Speaking of deducements I did like the quick shot Of where Homer's like oh, We need to speak in private And there's in a cramped laboratory And he's kind of pressed up Like mm. yeah. yeah And he's just <laughs> waiting outside yeah. yeah I thought the ending Was a bit shit though Where it was just like Oh we all had an antidote And we're all just Passed out for the meantime Because Yeah and it's been how long It's been like days At this point Yeah Oh, yeah. okay, that bit. Sorry, I thought you meant this an elsewhere ending. Ah, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, like, oh, yeah. I did like this an elsewhere ending, but then they kind of switch it and make it Clockwork Orange for some reason. Yeah, Maggie. Why? I don't know. I don't know why Maggie is doing that. Why she suddenly has one eye made up and then she puts on... Does she have a hat? Yeah, pulls her hat out of the <laughs> bath and gets the bottle of milk just to be Droog from Clockwork Orange. It's like... She's probably fantasizing about sugar plums and buttercups. But no, she was dreaming of clockwork oranges. I, mm, I mean, nice. But no, just I don't like the bit. It's just I was fine with the sound elsewhere bit and be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Why do we need this extra part? I don't know. Yeah. Anything else we want to say about Master and Cadaver? I just wrote, well, that's pretty grim. 
Why don't we just kill crazies, everyone? Yeah. I liked the one where he accidentally killed the guy with the flare as he was trying to kill the guy with the butt of the oh, so flare. He loads the flare and then bludgeons the guy with it when he already tried to shoot him with it. Nah. It was just a good visual, but yeah. I don't think it was earned. It was pretty well, bad. You know what? If a flare is hard to load, it shouldn't be because yeah. that's for emergencies. Yep. And, you know, you don't want to really have to fiddle with it when well, you're looking for a passing you know plane what? to look at you. Right in, flare enthusiasts. We need some expert opinions. Yeah. Just want to clarify, we do not mean the jeans. <laughs> just any 70s guys out there, just keep that to yourself. And some disco stew pants. Yeah, and also Marge, like, suiciding. Yeah. Again, oh, she that was grim. To eat grim, 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 grim. Yeah. All right, so I forgot to do it through the first segment, but for this segment, if you could rank Master and Cadaver and this segment alone, what would you give it, BT? I really don't like that ending, but I like everything else. I'm going to give it a bronze because I'm tired. Yeah, bronze. And just to jump back to the board game, whatever it was called. Participant. Participalia. Yeah, for that ending, I want to participate. Yeah, but, uh, fucking hated that bit. I'll give it a participant because, like, it honestly, it left me with the exact same feeling as the robot, the Transformers yeah. one from the first Fair one we enough. did. Mm-hmm. All right, last segment, Tween Light. <sighs> Fuck me. I mean, what's... Fuck me dead. When did this come out? Ought 10. Okay, I guess it was still reasonably <laughs> tele- relevant. But... Yeah, actually, I guess that was a big Twilight popularity yeah. zone. But even then... Hey, just... they pumped out those movies in, like, oh, yeah. three they years. They knew they had to strike quickly while the fan base yeah. was still existing. God. Unlike Fifty Shades, which took several years yeah. to do. Uh, mm. Fun fact, the last Twilight movie is amazing for about ten minutes because they have this stupid... It's, it's, clearly the filmmakers was like, we don't care anymore. We just have this huge fight scene with all oh, these yeah. super-powered vampires. And then it turns out... She's yeah. the the SP person. Yeah. Like this is what would happen if but, we fought. But for ten minutes, it's just the most over the top, ridiculous, yeah. amazing. And everyone thing dies ever put to film. and gets ripped apart. Yeah, and, and like yeah. the only way you can kill a vampire in that universe is to decapitate them. But no one has a sword. They literally just pop each other's heads off. Yeah. it's so dumb and it's so great. And there's really shit CGI werewolves. Yeah. and oh, and it's on snow because of course it is. Yeah. And all mm. right, what's something we liked out of Twain Light? Um. Mm. I'm going to remove it in the editing page, but just note that there was like 20 minutes of silence then. Yeah, we went home, <laughs> thought about it, had a nice cooked meal, came back, sat back in the studio, yep. and we're still silent. Millhouse turning into a cute little poodle. No. Oh, the wear poodle thing. Still didn't really like it. No. Oh, the rage is uncontrollable and pop. But why does he have a parasol? Is that his body? <laughs> is it part of him you've got a poodle in your parasol oh, that's sad get it out it's gonna be scared <laughs> just waiting there's something i like about but when you know the kids come up to school and lisa's like that's a look you'll never see smitten and bart's like oh yeah and he looks like bang bang bart after about one second just more reason to love me yeah but they sort of drop the whole schoolyard element of it very quickly yeah we've been better to stay at the school i think because when we go back to the simpsons house and they're like oh we prepared your favorite we heard you like and it's just flanders like so in this universe cannibalism is totally normal Mm. like no one has an objection at all to killing and eating flanders like i mean i'm not all up on the vampire or definitely the twilight law but it's all about the fresh blood right it's blood Like, you don't want a cooked Flanders. You want a fresh Flanders, right? I would think so. Maybe they drain the blood off separately so they could drink that in a nice, like, maybe, like, Bloody Mary. You just reminded (laughs) me of uh, Colonel Dracula. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hey, Colonel. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, I had that in back of my head thinking yep. about that as I said it. I liked the idea of sort of flipping the Twilight thing on its head and having the Dracula be his dad. I wrote mm-hmm. in my notes, dad killer. Um, nice. And him count. sort of embarrassing. Count, dad killer. <laughs> he didn't become a count for nothing. <laughs> Sorry. I like sort of that flipping on its head in concept, but eh, this section also sucked. Yeah, yeah, and there's a bit where Lisa, you know, he's all like, oh, my dad embarrasses me all the time. Lisa's like, oh, I know what you mean. And it's got Homer dancing with Santa's little helper. And that's adorable, Lisa, you bastard. Why, why are you such rules. a bitch in Halloween? <laughs> um, yes. I have a note that just says, the. <laughs> the? It was an the. up arrow, too. I can't remember what I was going to say. Maybe it's the. like a initialization. Oh, no, the H and the E are uncapitalized, so I don't know. I didn't like... Homer peeling off Flanders' moustache and eating it as yeah. part of that dinner scene. That really made me feel like, even ill. Even if you wanted to eat someone, that would not be the part you would eat. No. It's going to no. be gross. It's not like a delicacy. No. Another sort of palporty moment in this as well was when they find, like, the Count from Sesame Street. But he fucking looks like Sam the Eagle. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> he was blue and it was weird. And... Yeah, when you're doing an extended bit that takes as long as the one, ha 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 ha. Cutting to characters looking bored of the bit is like, yeah, we know because we're bored as well, dick nuts. <laughs> Fully. Yep. What else do we want to say about this section? I'm literally um, out of notes. I was going to say it's so stupid, like, oh, you saved me from that bus and all the other school crashes and, oh, Edward... Uh, Edmund or whatever I love you let's run away and I'm like they, they just like fall in love so quickly and then I remembered the source material yeah, I was about to say. and I'm like <laughs> yeah it's pretty that's pretty accurate never mind <laughs> alright so I just want to throw this out there as terms of casting because this was Daniel Radcliffe playing um, mm. it's Edward in the books and movies I think they called him Edmund or something to be legally distinct I guess. And who is played by Robert Pattinson right yes so in this they got Daniel Radcliffe yeah, yeah. the Harry Potterman the Potter of Harry's. How does this resonate with you guys? I mean, there's no reason why you'd get Dan Rad to do maybe, this. Maybe it's just like a very quiet vendetta where Radcliffe's just like, yeah, you know what? You died in my movie and now I'm going to I'm gonna steal your food off your plate by playing you in The Simpsons. You I mean, fucker. Dan Rad is the kind of guy that, did you hear about this when he was doing a play? Mm. Yeah, I did. And the, he, um... he always wore the exact same outfit when he was leaving out of the stage door for about three to six months. Mm-hmm. So that the paparazzi, like, if they got a new shot of him, it would seem like an old shot because he was wearing the same outfit as he was. Like, it was pretty funny. Yeah. That's like, a pretty good very troll, first time. Yeah. So he's just like, nah, fuck you, paparazzi. Like, I'm wearing the exact same outfit every single night. I'm on board with that, actually. <laughs> he's he's good, great. Yeah. But he's been in some really good roles after Harry Potter, like Swiss Army Man, I thought. Was I've not got to that yet. Really but I'm interesting. Mm. Um, he but, plays a corpse. Yeah, and um, who farts? And is the power of farts make him and Paul Dano like survive the desert island? The one where he's got horns. Is it just called horns? Yeah, it's just called horns. Okay. I read. The, um, I'm curious about the movie because I read the book and I didn't even finish it because I didn't like it. Yeah, he's had an interesting career. I like him. I don't think this is his best work. Danny Cliffs of Red. Yeah, it's just sort of an, a weird thing because I guess at the time maybe Robert Pattinson probably refused this. I think I just went for the whole thing. He's an English actor, they're an English actor, we can make this mesh. He's um, an English actor, they need an English character. Together they raise a child. For he is an English actor. He remains an English. Actor. 
any other notes. Sorry, I, re- I know what you guys are doing, and I appreciate that, but <laughs> I realized that I was doing Legal Custodians, the theme song that JD makes up for. I just did a Scrubs rewatch yeah. recently, and that is still one of my most favorite bits. It's like I wonder, like that when they figured out that they could do legal custodians. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a lawyer. I'm a janitor. And together, together we adopted adopt a, a kid. <laughs> We're legal, legal custodians. custodians. Get it? <laughs> yeah. I've not seen that bit. Legal custodians. Yeah. No, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I just haven't seen <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So how? Do we think they balance the horror and the parody in this one? There was Does the no first parody. one count as a parody of Jumanji? No. I don't think because it doesn't feel like they're trying it's for it. It's so half baked if it is. Yeah. yeah. And then that only really leaves Tween Light to be a parody, which it wasn't. It deviated yeah. very quickly. So And it was just really lame and unfunny. Ended up just being a fat joke against Homer, really. Yep. Whereas the second one, in terms of the horror, I was like, ooh. Oh, mm. oh! What's happening? What like? Do you believe him? Is he actually a crazy killer and is delusional, or yeah. did mm. this actually happen? Like, whoa! And then it kind of came a bit undone. But I, I kind of like the plot line though of yeah, uh, a couple having to commit a murder together. That's that's good. Mm. Yeah, for the marriage <laughs> for the marriage to save our lives and to keep our secret. I guess for me, it just didn't come together in any sense of the phrase. Like, really? Yeah, that's fine. So, yes or no, would you watch this Treehouse of Horror again? Yeah, maybe, actually. Mm, wait, hold on. I'd do it to think maybe. of better ways to write that second one. Yeah. yeah. Into, into something different. Because, again, I like the concept. There's a lot going on And make on it into a short film. Yes. And then direct and... I'm going to avoid it. Win but... three Oscars. <laughs> Let's rank this thing! B just turned to go first. I shall participate. I felt neither highs nor lows, just meh. As much as I like the second one or a lot of the ideas in it that doesn't really come together in an amazing way, and, you know, the first one is just blah, and the second one's just bah. Sorry, the third <laughs> one's just bah. What about so, snur? Snur is, you know, like the second one's snur. But uh, overall, yeah, just, it's passable. Whatever, it was fine. George? I'm going to give it also a catnip tape here. Um... I'm just going to revel in my wittiness for a second. Uh, (laughs) Yes, it is fairly bland. Yeah, I just kind of like that middle section just for like an interesting story Mm. idea that was actually horror, which you don't see a lot of like that first bullshit that we watched was there weren't really horror concepts or like a horror story. Mm. It was just, hey, Transformers or hey, Twilight. Like the Harry Potter one that they've done. And mm, it's mm. like, you're just doing a kind of parody of a non-horror thing. Whereas this was like, it felt like, well, oh, this could be a horror short story. But you kind of bungle it. But it's still kind of cool. But overall, the rest, the other two are just, hmm, that's what you did, huh? Oh, yeah. Never mind. Try again. Yeah, for me, I forgot to keep doing this throughout. But yeah, every segment for me ranked as participant. So there's Fair just enough. no question here that it's a participant for yep. me. This is just such a participating treehouse of horror, honestly. Like, And it even has the seeds of a good idea, which is kind of what's disappointing mm. about this one, is that there's a Jumanji bit. There's a fucking a Lost at Sea adventure where mm. the stowaway, who, can we trust him? And then, yeah, the last section, which 
I also really liked the idea that it'd tie into Dracula at all, mm. that Edward Cullen had end up being Dracula's son. And I think there was something to mine out of there, but it didn't. And it just ended up turning into a Homer fat joke. And yeah. that's really what's so disappointing is that yep. each segment had something to go off, but it didn't. All right, so overall, this will be a unanimous participant. This will be joining other such episodes as The Wetter Stories Ever Told, which Jordan, me and you reviewed with Jack of Worst Episode Oh, that ever. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Not yeah. great. Another vignette sort of mm. one. Mm. Vinaigrette. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's something about marrying, where they try to tackle marriage equality, you know. Oh, yeah, and then Ralph is marrying, like, a Bengal tiger at the end. and <laughs> Good work, Simpsons. Yep. You fucking morons. All right, guys, we are ready to leave the wasteland. Ah, finally, civilization at last. <laughs> Until the next time we join the wasteland. But before we get out of the wasteland, there are some things that we want to recommend that will bring you joy in your life. Things that are not existing in the wasteland. Something that you will love. Something that you adore. Things from books, TV, music, magazines, IKEA furniture. Ooh, <laughs> this is a new concept. Yeah. Yes, I'd recommend like to recommend the Publi. <laughs> BT, what is your recommendation for this week? Um, I mean, it's a pretty soft recommendation, but because I have Amazon Prime, so I can watch uh, American Gods. I also watched the Purge series. It's not bad. The acting is surprisingly good in it, but sometimes the script is just blah, stupid. The movie ones, or no, I've seen the movie ones. But this is actually oh, they made a series, they made a TV series. Yeah, which honestly makes a lot more sense for the concept because you can tell more vignettes and smaller okay, stories. Cool. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's okay-ish, so it gets an okay-ish recommendation. So sorry, Amazon Prime you can get in Australia. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing like a fucking telemarketing thing right now. But Why, what honestly... kind of wonderful things are on Amazon Prime? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I didn't know that. Is that... Yeah. It's cause... You didn't need to VPN that shit or anything? Nope. Because oh. um, American Gods is... I think Amazon has dropped it. But in trying to make it get a third season, I decided I'd actually pay for it. So I'm doing that. And then I got a third season. So you're welcome, uh, American Gods and Neil Gaiman. <laughs> because, hey, you know what? You were cancelled. I got a subscription. Someone else picked you up for third season. Coincidence? Absolutely not. Next, you're going to tell me that HBO Go is going to be live in Australia. A bit too fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, HBO. You really shut the bed. Jordan, what's your recommendation? Oh, I have so much to talk about, Elliot. So, one, I finished Spider-Man, finally, on PS4. Ah. Um, I ah, did all ah. the DLC. I really? Got, yep. I got 100% all everything. I did all the wow. achievements because I really loved just swinging around like dicking on people it was so much fun my life is gonna be ruined because final fantasy 7 and final fantasy 10 and 10 2 have come out in the last <laughs> month for switch it's not 12 it's 10 2 no exactly because this is the i think the third or fourth platform that i've bought final fantasy 7 on and now i'm determined to like you know i've portable i can play it all the time and i'm like oh wait shit final fantasy 10 came out in the same month i'm gonna be playing blitzball every moment i've got in my <laughs> life so that is gonna be a huge pain in my ass and then they were like hey we're doing the phoenix right we're gonna release the trilogy of that and i'm like oh man that was a really great game for ds and now i have to download i've downloaded that and i'm started playing that and then eb had a sale where it was like two for one and i'm like oh so what I decided to do was there's like, I feel like there's three seminal PS4 games that I haven't played 
God of War, mm. um, Horizon Zero Dawn, and mm. well, Witcher Three is not specifically PS4, but it's like a game that everyone's like, it was really good. So yeah. I got them. They're in my back catalog now because fuck, I've got too much stocked up in front of that. So they're gonna have to wait. <laughs> they are three time-consuming games. Yeah. yeah. I've had- I got Witcher 3 when I bought my Xbox, and I still haven't got to it because I just know the the time sink of it. And because, of course, I had to get the Game of the Year edition for all three of them. So they've all got all the DLC. I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to need to wait. Anyway, that's all for games. However, um, (laughs) I've been watching a really... I'm so lame. I've been watching this really cute anime called K-On, which is about high school girls in a band. They're in the light music club. That's what K-On is about, is light music. But they form a rock band, and the music is actually really good. It's like stupid, fluffy shit. In fact, one of the songs is called Fo-Fo Time, which is like fluffy time, um, because it's Japanese, right? Um, but I'm really enjoying it, and if you love like cute like high school anime, this is the one for you. Oh, I mean, Nietzsche Joe is like good, absurdist humor, but this is like just really cute. And a podcast I just stumbled across because we all love Monster Factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The McElroys have left Polygon and they have their own podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is they include Travis, their kind of middle brother. Mm-hmm. So I've heard of this one. Yeah. I mean, they're on episode like 450 now. Oh, shit. Um, but basically what they do now is is like an advice show. So people will write, like, write in and be like, this is my weird situation. What do you think I should do? And then they just riff on that for about an hour. Like it, yeah. there's, there's about, like they were talking about, okay, for example, if you could have like Kite like a beetle like a, an armored body mm-hmm. what human trait would you give up for that <laughs> and one's like maybe like empathy <laughs> like maybe jumping I mean yeah. I, shit I'm How really struggling I'm that? really struggling to think of the last time I ever had to jump so <laughs> yeah. Come up a lot. Yeah. so yeah that is really enjoyable no, I've actually heard a lot of positive buzz around my brother, my brother, and me. So, like, I'm glad to hear it from you because, like, yeah, yeah I might definitely very fun. What I'm into, okay, just quick soft mention for Adam ruins everything. Like, yeah. this yep. is one thing where I'm like, I feel like I'm the last person to be over this because it was a YouTube series and mm-hmm. now it's like a true TV show. Like, if you can get access to it, like, I highly recommend it. Like, it's sort of filling the void of like cracked articles for me because. I think we were talking about it briefly before is crack.com has really gone down the tube since they like fired a lot of their awesome fucking article writers. Like 80% of their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to stick with them because I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't know any of the writers when I first came here and they became my favorites. I may as well give this new lot a shot. And it's just, mm, it's just something off. I think they're they're doing a lot more like contracting slash temp work as opposed to like having full time staff writers but also i'm gonna recommend the labo vr kit and yes so last week i was so so sick it's true you you look like you were dying fortunately my pre-order of the labo and yoshi's woolly world and a bunch of amiibo came out so yeah while i was picking up some medication i picked up all my eb pre-orders and i'm like oh the labo kit okay that's something to keep myself entertained while i'm like otherwise just fucking doing my scrubs marathon and honestly the labo kits have always been somewhat of a soft recommend for me because like i like the builds but the games kind of suck but the vr like I mean, the games still kind of suck, but yep. they're way more engaging and way more entertaining. The builds are way cooler, and the sense of satisfaction that I got out of doing this was just amazing. Absolutely recommend the Labo kit. Guys, I think that's it for the Simpsons Index. The yeah. third wasteland. Yeah, like, the wall behind you is giving me, like, 
an optical illusion mm. vibe right now. I think my eyes are really <laughs> losing it, man. And you know something else cool? This is episode 126 of the podcast. Uh-huh. This was the sixth Treehouse of Horathon. <gasps> and this is the sixth part of the wasteland that we've done. Oh, what? Uh, 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 Numbers. What What was I doing? I don't know. You were just so shocked at the revelation of three sixes lining up vaguely. That, uh... <laughs> All right. I think it's about time we get out of here. Thank you, Wasteland Band, for joining me again for this marathon of awfulness. I mean, I won't say it's our pleasure. I mean, it's our <laughs> it's responsibility. It's our duty and our <laughs> yeah. passion to do this. And no one else will, yeah. so... Well, for the third Wasteland, the season 30 slash Treehouse of Horathon, I've been Elliot J. O'Neill. That's been Jordan Frost. Was it? Who? Me? And that's you? been BT Calloway. No, hoy. We've made it through the third Wasteland. <sighs> Thank goodness. <laughs> that's all the mustard in the way back. <laughs> You can apologize in hell. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. Coming to you. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Can you... Nice. Sorry, just realized participant rearranges into Captain Trip, which is <laughs> nice. Which is Captain Trips is the name of the, the disease that wipes out like ninety five percent of the world in the stand by Stephen King. Nice. Which they haven't done a treehouse of horror throne. Oh, you need the whole fucking episode to do it. Jeez, yeah. I don't know how you could do it in seven minutes. You'd need. You could do 20. a little quick thing about a super flu, but not the yeah, whole. Yeah, not the whole thing. It would just be the super flu. Yeah, super so- flu with Captain Trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Is that a folk band or? <laughs> No, that's a Hell fun band. Yeah. Superflu with Captain Trip would definitely be a fun band. Well, that's band, our right? wasteland band, man. I'm <laughs> yeah. writing that down. Superflu with Captain Trip. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so gassy? This is disgusting. Hey, what's that from? Sitting on a park bench. No, that's the line. I can't, I can't. I don't know the words except for park bench. Nice. What song is that, though? I... Aqualung. That's by... an Aqualung. I never had like cable TV as a kid either, so it was probably not something I would have ever yeah. seen. No, I only saw it because I, I mean I didn't have BT. Uh, you never had BT away. <laughs> you yeah, you didn't have BT back in. I didn't have cable TV, but I had BitTorrent, the other BT. Ah. <laughs> Some I, say that's where I came from. You deserve to drink chicken dick soup <laughs> jesus Sorry. sounds like a good like li- yeah well why don't you go eat some chicken dick soup motherfucker you know just as you keep giving someone hell yeah yeah <laughs> see because i was listening to your episode with positive Kane springfield black and scrub and <laughs> anti-asmr you say <laughs> asmr <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> And Homer's like, he was going to poison the pie. Uh, the boy was... Uh, fu- the boy the, was poisoned. The boy was poisoned. <laughs> oh, dear God, the boy was poisoned. <laughs> so I had a reason to go out to Castle Towers, go pick up some medication to... Spread your sickness. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All over the castle towers. You could even say you took a super flu with Captain Trip. <laughs> oh. Throwback. <laughs> Thai foodie. Thai foodie on the Rudy. Thai foodie and the blowfish. <laughs> Let her cry. Oh, no. What was their main uh, hit? No, 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 no. Um, Pahad Thai. <laughs> What was their big hit again? Let I, her cry. The other one. Was that it? I only want to eat Thai food. <laughs> Come on, it writes itself. Oh, hold my hand. No, that's different. That's the other one. Beatles? <laughs> no, I was thinking of. Oh, bless your heart. Oh, grief. <laughs> yeah, grief. Oh, oh, my own. The song that you can only sing at 11. Hang on, free. Oh. All right, right. <laughs> that song's fucking boss. I I don't even give a shit about The Simpsons anymore at this stage. <laughs> My God. Oh God, have we broken Jordan? Yay, this the wasteland <laughs> finally broke him. Fucking well, everything. It's about time it took one of us. He had <laughs> easily the most delicious looking. Hey. Mm. <laughs> Welcome oh, back, friends. Done that in the mic. Yeah, oh, but no, really oh. gassy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> closed room, Elliot. Goddamn, it's like chili and pad thai. Nice chili pad thai. <laughs>